I'm Dan Broskell. And I'm Dave Geller. And we are the co-hosts of What Do We Know? What Do We Know is a free-range podcast dealing with wellness, education, sports, personal stories, and more from two guys who know a lot about certain things, but not a lot about others. Your hosts are Dan Broskell, a longtime educator, compulsive runner, and father of five. And Dave Geller, a pediatrician with three kids and an amazing Maine accent. All right, good evening, good evening, everyone. It is Wednesday evening, December 30th, 2020. I'm Dan Brosco. Of course, I'm here with Dave Geller. Dave, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great as the end of the year approaches. How are you, Dan? It, it is imminent. It is it, imminent. It is upon us. Have you watched the show on Netflix? What was it called? 2020 Sucks or Death of 2020? Did you watch it yet? Well, I, I try to follow your lead, and I started <laughs> watching it, and I shut it off after five minutes. <laughs> really? What yeah. didn't you like about it? Well, I thought it was going to be like one of those, um, you know, one of those recaps, but it was like a fake, fake movie. And I wasn't really into that. I didn't really it was want to watch a, it. Was, I think they call that one a mockumentary, Dr. Geller. A mockumentary. mockumentary. I think we are a mockumentary. No, I, um, I, I, yeah, I just, I, I'll come back to it. Usually it's like I have five books next to my, next to my bed that I've started and never, and never finished. So is that true? Is that true? Uh, at least three. What so, books yeah. are you waiting to read right now, Dave? Because I'm reading a lot of books right now, which I, pr- funny, early 2020, so I want to read more, and I'm bringing the year home with like, a lot of reading. So you tell me what you're, what's on your list right now. Well, I tell you, what, what, what am I going to read, or what am I, is on next to, that I have tried you to can, read? You can choose from column A or B or both for that answer. It's a tough answer, because I haven't looked at the books in that probably nine months, so. Nice. All I can remember is the Yiddish policeman, uh, Policeman's Union. Sure. That's one. Um, some book about um, Buddhism that I started, and okay. you making a change? That was like a, that was a couple of years ago. I really got into um, some Buddhist teachings, actually. Sure. About five years ago, <laughs> that book is. And I actually I started the book and I forgot where I was, so I had to restart it. <laughs> I read the same three chapters, and I haven't got beyond that. Um, no, so I have high hopes for you to be reading. Yeah, I don't have. I'm not very well actually. read. I mean. My reading sometimes is the is the news on my iPhone, you know, and then I can't read half the news because it's Apple News. But I don't have it. You're, re- you're reading JAMA. That's what you're reading. <laughs> yeah, I, no, no, I'm not reading JAMA. Um, pediatrics. Excellent. Pediatrics. Excellent. Excellent. So you, what is your reading? Um, We're reading a ton. Um, you know, the new, the new, you know, you can't go to the library in Bedford. You have to, you have to order and then you can schedule time. They can do like a curbside pickup and we are taking mm-hmm. full advantage in this family. There have been days we've gone and picked up a box of books for everybody. So I just finished a book called The Outlaw Sea, mm-hmm. which is not the same as The out, as the Outlaw Ocean, which I read. So the Outlaw Ocean was about like modern day, like sea slavery and um, exploitation of workers and piracy. And then The Outlaw Ocean was about like specific examples of like, the lawlessness of the ocean and as regards like terrorism and container shipping. I read a book called American Ground about the um, the unbuilding of the World Trade Center after the collapse. Mm. I'm reading a book about the assassination of James Garfield. I just got a book which is called The Transformation of American Cities. I'm also reading a book about the sinking of the Lusitania. Mm. Um, and that's just this week, man. How do you have time vacation. to do all this reading? I read books real fast. Like I take a book and I and I destroy it right away because why not so i'm I'm in a reading kind of mood right now when do you when do you have time to do all this reading uh night <laughs> you know yeah i i lay down and i read and i fall asleep 
I do too, actually, but I'm trying to schedule more reading time. So uh, I got five more days of not being at work really though, as I work today. So I'm going to do a lot of reading between now and the return next week. So I'm interested in the piracy on the, on the high seas. That's a, amazing book, man. If you order the outlaw ocean and the outlaw seas, stuff you would just never think about, you know, like maritime law um, and, and ships changing the registries and all this kind of stuff, which is stuff which you sort of hear about. Um, and then maybe it's just, piques my interest so i enjoyed i was gonna i was gonna be the outlaw josie wales but it hasn't come out in print a little bit different a little bit different um music soundtrack there yes that that is also true dave um dave big news big news on your end where where what end you're you're getting the vaccine is that correct i am getting i'm getting the vaccine i'm getting the vaccine my friend um supposedly this saturday at four four o'clock i will gain the vaccine Um, who's going to give it to you Hopefully, a nice uh, caregiver. So we luckily, through the group that we um, are associated with called the PPLC, which is our the group that we're uh, practice and other practices affiliated with through Children's Hospital, has arranged to get the Moderna vaccine um, for providers, offices, office staff, basically anybody in the office um, who has interactions with patients. And this all happened very quickly. We got notification last week that we would get so many people, so many um, vaccines allotted. Initially, it was going to be probably three in our office. And then it went up to eight. Then it went up to the whole staff as of two days ago. And we got an email and we all made our calls and signed up. And, would, and I'd say most of the staff will be vaccinated with the first dose this weekend. It's pretty cool. Is the Moderna the, froze, the super frozen one or the regular frozen one? The Moderna is the regular frozen one, the one that oh. a regular office can probably handle. Um, right. Know, we had versus the Pfizer, which is the negative 70 subthermal uh, sure. storage containers. But uh, yeah, so we're pretty excited about that. And now, do you, can you, could you mandate everyone to get it, or can someone say to you, Dave, don't want it? No, but yeah, it's not required. It's totally yep. voluntary. I assume that you're kind of pro vaccine at this point. Yeah, if you asked me, I think we probably could go back on the tapes. You asked me six months ago, I thought we would never be at this point. And I don't know if I would be, if I was ready to get the vaccine because I didn't know about the safety of it and the efficacy. Uh, but now I, if somebody walked into the house right now with a vaccine, I'd say I'm happy to take it. Uh, yep. I, I wasn't going to run to the front of the line, but uh, but if it's available, uh, I feel very comfortable getting it. And yeah, so, um, you know, it's awesome. not available for our patients yet uh, or a lot of patients, but yeah, we'll be getting it and it's pretty exciting. So Dave, are, are you going to be that guy? No. That guy that takes a picture of himself with a, with a vaccine and posts it? Um, I may for a different reason, but yep. not for me specifically. And sure. I may, yeah, I, that's a great question. And because there's, there's two it. ways to read that. There's two reads like, hey, you're off. Thanks. I'll get mine six months from now. You know what I mean? It's, I, so I, I kind of I get both of those feelings. You know what I mean? I can tell you when we got, like, again, I wasn't, we knew the vaccine was coming out for us and we knew that certain people would get it in the office. And I, again, I, we only were going to get so many and I, we kind of decided who would get those first. And it wasn't, and I decided it wasn't going to be me because other people, uh, felt, you know, uh, needed it more possibly. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm hum- you know, there's so many feelings about this. And when, we, when I made the call, when I got the call that I was going to get it on Saturday, I was, you know, I actually thanked the messenger on the phone. Sure. Yes, it's, it's exciting. This is a big deal. But if you, again, I, I'm excited about what this is going to mean. I'm not excited. I'm happy that I'm going to be protected, hopefully. But I'm excited that there is light at the end of the tunnel, you know, possibly, and that this could change things for 
um, patients and, and um, families and students and teachers and the world that what this means that's what excites me and I think that you're probably alluding to this a little bit like I think that um, posting something like that just shows that this there's a positive there's a positive moment and that it, people should get the vaccine and trust it and that hopefully we're, we're turning the tide but yeah there's a lot of controversy over who's getting it who's who, you know who's designated to get it who really needs it um, the availability of it and people watching on the sidelines, you're right. Like saying, why they're getting it. I'm not in, you know, what that means. It's, it's, it's a big, yeah. I mean, the vaccine went from like, oh my gosh, it's here to like within 24 hours. Oh my gosh, it's going to be a disaster rollout to the Atlantic saying, even though there's a vaccine, like don't get excited because it's going to take a long time to make this happen. So as we all grapple with how excited we are and when can we assume a return to normal, I, I'm just taking a real cautious approach about, who knows at this point, right? And yeah. when it comes to the, like, will, will it be that 25% of people in Middlesex County say, no thanks? And then what yep. does that mean for everybody? And yep. we haven't really answered that question yet. And I have no idea what the answer is, um, but we kind of have to sort of wrap our head around that kind of question and and, uh, and dilemma, you know, when we get there. Yeah, I think we have, you know, I, I think that if you look at the timeline, it's, it's kind of far away in terms of um, when certain things are gonna happen and Again, I wasn't expecting to get the vaccine myself, you know, if you asked me months ago till July, you know, April, maybe April. And now that the fact that I'm going to be able to get it, but I really think there's so many other people that really, 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 really need it and want it. And uh, yeah, I think that it's funny because now that it's out, there's this, um, this, this, there's this anticipation that you need it and you should get it. Whereas before it was out, we were all just kind of waiting for it. Know, and yep. now it's here and everybody wants it and um yeah it's gonna be a big a big thing to see who gets it who, who can get it who wants it and yeah, we'll see it's uh and there's gonna be you know there's gonna be other vaccines on the market very soon um you know, they're talking about this new strain that's out there and what yep. that means and a lot of stuff i mean this should get uh, mark morrison to weigh in on that on that london coronavirus strain and see what see what's happening over there i think i saw him eating eating a sandwich behind the first vac vaccinate vaccinated person like in the background you know he's in like a big, big possible he was possible that he was <laughs> drinking a gin and tonic or something well i'm very excited for you dave you deserve it you know you've been out there dealing with patients obviously and i'm not questioning you at all and i think you know again the politics right. of how this is going to happen in this country is, is challenging and well i you know i hope I, you all get it as soon as possible you know yeah no i know i thank you i i, I, I think i've said this before is like i don't consider myself on the front line you know and you know we're just doing our job but there are people i think who really really need this vaccine ahead of me and they're getting it though you know the hospitals the icus any caregiver nurses the sure. you know the ers in the in these nursing homes right i mean i was listening on the radio and npr like on on tuesday where they were vaccinating at the soldiers home right out in holio yep. you know and, uh, yep. and that that's that's big that these people need it you know it's the elderly it's the it's these people with these um these certain residential programs you know it's uh or, or whatever, nursing home so that's what's exciting it's exciting yeah, man. Awesome. Well, I mean, I've, I have no exciting news like that at all. It's been nice being home this week uh, since I've been off since the 23rd, I think, right? Um, working gently and attending to, you know, dog and running and everything else. I'm excited. I'll be closing out the year tomorrow, Dave, having hit my goal for running. So I'm going to run about 2260K plus or minus one or two, which I'm very happy about. My goal was 2222. 
<laughs> so did, did you stop short so you wouldn't go over that to mid 22? No, I, I kept going. Um, okay. But, you know, once, I, you know, once I got to 2200, I'm like, oh, what else, what else can I do? And just did you take the family for like a baby jar drive like my dad used to do in the car when, it, when the odometer hit like 99999? You know, did you take everybody out and say, well, yes, I'm done I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, no, I, these miles are mostly done alone, as you know. So that's exciting. Um, took uh, you know, took the dog out for a walk today off leash, which is very exciting. Ooh. And um, discovered a new favorite dog treat, um, which maybe you've heard of, Dave. Food. So if I said these two words to you, the two words are Baltic Sprat. You know what that means? Um, if I had, if I had, uh, no, I know no idea. <laughs> You know, do you know what the Baltic Sea is? You know what, in what general area that is? I've heard of the Baltic Sea. It's a lovely sea. High salt Baltic, content. like Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, yeah. like the Baltic republics near Russia. I get it. So no, I, I get it. It's basically it. Balt. So Baltic Sea caught uh, fish heads that are like frozen and petrified and stinky. And our dog is a big fan of the Baltic sprat. So let's go. What is a sprat? It's like a fish. It's like a small fish. Interesting. It's salty. Well, I mean, since you're asking, I mean, what is the official definition of a sprat? Um, a small marine fish of the herring family, widely caught for food and fish products. So you should give, you should give, you should give um, Aspen some pickled herring. Well, it's the same idea, but minus the pickling, it's sort of a natural, I think, salting and preserving process. So let's go with, let's go with that. So my, you know I mean? my dogs, my dogs prefer gefilte fish and baby hot dogs, franks and blanks. Obviously. And, great treat. Um, great treat. <laughs> so we will move from the, the mundane of, of running and Baltic Sprat to next week of back in school um, as, as, as the town prepares to budget and plan for the fall. Um, trying to wrap our head around, uh, you know, vaccination protocols and what that means for the reopening of schools in the fall, what that means for phase reopening in the spring. Conversations are ongoing uh, and heated across the Commonwealth. I sent you a great article, Dave, about what's happening in Brookline, which you saw, which is just sort of open warfare between constituencies. Um, and uh, we're really, I think we're ha happy to be doing in Bedford with a lot more consensus um, and partnership with everybody. Uh, not you're, without you're, speed bumps. Um, you have a very nice. Ask for a, what's you're, that? You're a very nice. You guys are a very nice consensus and relationship with, with, well, with each you know, other. It's hard. Right? No, nothing's harder than this, and everyone's stressed. Uh, you know, president, company included. Um, but Dave, I mean, as 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 we hit, as we hit the end of 2020, all joking aside, uh, a year full of, full of bad stuff. Okay, so I, I wrote a, a, just a partial list, you know, and I just want to get like, okay, well, no, I have, I have a good list and I have a bad list. All right, so there's some good things that happened. There are some bad things. We'll start with the bad, all right? So like, what do like you, Dan, like, do like you, Santa, Dan, Santa Dan Claus. It's the same idea, yeah. I would say, uh, you know, but, but different. So Dave, just in the past 12 months, do you remember the Australian wildfires? Yes. Uh, any, anything in particular that you remember about them? They were bad. They were bad. A, a lot. They were. They. They were great. They went on for a long time. A lot. And a lot of um of the Australia. Not only, of course, the Australian landscape, but the animals suffered because yeah, of exactly it. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I had a, a, a girl that works for me went down to Australia for the semester and came back in March because of that and COVID. I'm like, get back over here, please. All right. Um, as as we talked about in the pod with Julie, we had the Harry and Meghan Brexit. 
Yeah, I actually was scrolling through the pods and I saw the bagels and Brexit one. That was like, that was I didn't listen Loved to it, but one. I saw and I, it. And I'm and I'm more firmly on the side of, of Harry and Meghan now than I ever was. So I appreciate that. Yeah, but um, I'm just going to stop you right there, Daniel B. Bob, oh, Daniel Bosco. You want to yeah. relitigate this one? No, but let's just know. Let's just how small is that issue with what, the scope of everything else we're going to talk about? Uh, which one? This is not a hierarchy. It's like this is chronological. So January was like wildfires, Brexit. Uh, then we hit Kobe. Kobe, very sad. Kobe, very sad. That was early February, I think, right? Mid-February. Yeah. Then we had, of course, uh, impeachment. Impeachment, yes. This is, out, right? Yeah. Then we not had, yours. Of course, this wasn't your impeachment. This was the no, other. It was, no, it was not, not yet. Okay. Uh, then, of course, we had, when we had coronavirus and shutdown, which then really took about three months and when nothing happened, right, from nope. January. Then we had summer. And, of course, we had uh, George <laughs> Floyd. We had tear gassing protesters outside the White House. That was in the same couple of weeks there in the summer. Awesome. We had murder hornets. Eh, kind of, that kind of died out. We had the incredible explosion at the Beirut port, which was unbelievable. Oh, yeah, that was a big one. We had wildfires in the West, which everybody forgot about because when did that happen? But it was really catastrophic and terrible. We had the death of Chadwick Boseman, Black Panther. Terrible. Yep. We had the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg on Rosh Hashanah. Or you awful, uh, and of course the passing of Eddie Van Halen and Sean Connery, <laughs> plus like a million other bad things, right? But that's just like a partial list, so not don't need to really reflect on that, Dave. But I mean, that's a lot of hits for twelve months. Yeah, some big stuff happened. Yeah, I'm sure we're, we're, there's a million things that we're not listing. It is what it is, you know. Um, on the flip side, Dave. I think there's a few good, I'm going to celebrate, I would say, six things for you, right? Here are the six things I'm really going to look back on this year and say, awesome. Number one, um, we had two new albums from Taylor Swift. You know, I love that. You were, you were just killing this, man. I, uh, number two, I would say, which you mentioned before, which I really am excited about, um, was the, the uh, under the umbrella of the Abraham Accords, there's a, a, an Abu Dhabi sheikh who's a co-owner of Beitar Jerusalem. Love that. We have a Jewish husband of the vice president, which I'm also very excited about. So a Jewish second gentleman. Um, we got a dog. Roskell's very selfish. That was a big oh one God. for us. After many years of me saying no, we got Netflix, which you've been telling me to do for a long time. And, you know, just spent a lot of time outside hiking and running. So then there, that's six things I really enjoyed about this year, you know? So it wasn't all bad, but it was mostly bad. Your list, your, your list went off the rails. You went from like national calamities to personal triumphs in the Brasco. Well, are there really world triumphs this year? What's a world yeah. triumph this year? You've got Netflix. <laughs> All right, Dave Geller. So you tell me, what, what, what are you going to reflect on last year and say, oh, this was awesome. 2020 was awesome for this reason. You tell me, man. I mean, the world or myself? Well, you, you just you chastised me for playing a personal card there. So feel free to find six great stories in the world. Oh, in the world. Okay. No, so, good. so you're saying you couldn't find six great stories. You couldn't find 10 I good men. I could have done a little bit more. A lot of great Florida man stories. I like souls. the story about our guy from Maine that's going to hike the Pacific Coast Trail yeah. and the Appalachian yeah, yeah. Trail and the, okay. the, the, whatever that was. But you should add, another, you should add a seventh. You got Disney <laughs> Disney Plus. That was not up there. Netflix is And you got a stove. You got a new stove. You took down trees in your back. You remember that. <laughs> We had Dave Lance on the pod twice. Right. <laughs> yeah, we this did pods. We potted. I can't think of we a potted. single thing that was good that happened this year. You know what was nice is someone someone said, hey, when, where's the where's the pause, man? Where's, where's the pod? 
I said, they're coming. The pods are coming. We got pinged on some pod. And the podcast macro is also, I, I would say that we really enjoyed that this year. Let's, let's be fair to that. That was a, <laughs> I, I enjoyed that as well. And, and listen, I mean, fine. Joe Biden was elected president. I'm happy about that. You know? This is good. This is good. Go. That's big. That's you like big. that one? That's big. Um, so you, you're adding zero happy things to the conversation right now. Besides, well, for myself, I mean, you if, yeah, if but I'm not going to bore. I'm not going to bore our listener, for the CS listeners, with sure. my personal triumphs. Uh, yeah, I think the good things. I think the election was good. I think um, the vaccine is good. I think um, um, Zoom was good. <laughs> Zoom was Zoom very good. Was good. Zoom was a mixed bag. Zoom helped us, right? Zoom helped us. Ne- you're right. I mean, I would say Netflix. I'm looking globally. Netflix helped us, right? Spotify what your, helped. What was the What was the favorite show that you watched this year? You watched a lot of shows. So, what did Ozark win? Did The Last Dance win? What won for you? You know what I mean? What won the Dave Geller Award? That's a great question. Um, or like, what are the nominees? You know what I mean? I would say Ozark. Yeah. Have you I finished? Say, Are you all caught up? Did you finish? Oh, yeah. Up? I'm totally caught up. Totally caught up. I would say um, I w- I'm actually watching The Queen's Gambit right Queen's now. Gambit. Yeah. And that's extremely good. It's pretty good. It's a, um, a sleeper pick right there. That's extremely good. I think I actually watch a lot of comedy. Um, sure. Some Seinfeld stuff. And um, I watch this middle, middle Ditch and Schwartz um, improv duo recommended I mean, it's whatever, that, whatever that means yeah. so it's amazing the wormhole i went down you know the netflix wormhole but no sure. netflix had a lot of value there a lot of value so you think you think ozark wins for you ozark was a great show it's like you fauda hands down i think i watched a little fauda then i turned unbelievable off. i mean watch it again i'm gonna watch it again soon i'm still catching up with some other stuff I'm going to go back to it. I'm going to go back uh, to it. We're watching this Australian show now called Secret City. I'm like, fine. Like, there's nothing else on. So, uh, and did you watch The Mandalorian or no? Never got into it? Never got into it. Um, yeah, second season is better than the first season. So, it might, might be worth sort of getting getting to season two and then really enjoying it. Well, Madison, my uh, nine-year-old, wants to watch it, but I didn't know if she needed to watch or should watch the Star Wars stuff before. So. Yeah. Um, Dave, when, when you think of this past year, what, what, what products are you going to remember? Any new products that kind of hit the shelves that you sort of had to have or bought, you know? So was it the year of Peloton? Was it the year of something else? Like what really stood out to you as a, as a, as a capitalist item of the year? That's a, another I think that's a good question to you, Daniel B. Daniel Broskall. I, ha- I have an answer if you want me to go first. Um, you go first. I'm not sure, I'm not sure w- whether it wins this year or last year. This was the year of the Hydro Flask, you know? Like the next, the next great water bottle, which everybody had to have. So I'm not sure when that really began. It probably began in 2019, but in our house, the 2020 hydroflask pandemic, uh, we have a lot of them. And listen, they work. So I, listen, I mean, the chronology of like amazing water bottles you have to have, Dave. You probably were there, right? You went from like the Nalgene to the BPA-free Nalgene to the aluminum to the Life Water glass to like the hydro flask and it's like I don't use replace generations of water bottles with like the next great thing so I'm using I have two water bottles I use every morning I, I rotate with and they are the Martin Landis bar mitzvah blue and yellow water bottles that Jen fills up every morning nice. with black coffee and I drink that coffee by probably noontime then I bring the wa- the bottle home and she refills it for the next day. That's my water bottle. Yeah, is that how many? Is that like a twenty ounce? What do you got there? How many times? It's, 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 it's a big, 
Big no big one, yeah. I don't know. Because I, I have like a thirty-two ounce like yeah, jean. Now, so funny how people people fall in love with their water bottle. What makes it? Yeah, what makes it now? Jean, I'm guilty. Me too. What makes it now? Jean so special. What made it or what makes what it? Makes it. Well, I mean, to me, it's not like super special anymore. Yeah, what's so great about a now jean? Well, I mean, I'm trying to like trying to put myself back in the late '90s and early aughts when everyone had a now jean with a screw top that you what's throw so in the backpack. You put the duct tape around it, carry it hiking, and it was put the, like this the bumper stickers on it, and it was like the more <laughs> scarred it was, the more legit you are from like having a, a battle tested water bottle. I'm having memories of Noah Bernays hiking the Appalachian Trail. I'm not sure. Uh, sure yeah. I bet he had an analogy. I'm sure one of those fancy ones. Like but what makes it? What's the big deal? What's the big deal about water bottles? Right? It's just like what? It's like it's like what's the big deal like, like you know you and i run right just throw on a pair of shorts put a pair of pants on go for a run well, i don't run what, with water no well, why do you need a special water bottle well dave i mean we we grew up using water fountains which now <laughs> you would never find anybody using but somehow we survived right that's a good point because you gotta have your water bottle like suckling the water bottle all day long at school and refilling it it's crazy you know what i mean but it's probably better that we're drinking more <laughs> probably Water, my, water, my, drinking more water. Let's see, my thing, let's see what I probably used the most this year. Yep. Hmm. I liked um, the dongle. You, do you know what a dongle is? <laughs> well, I've heard it used in various ways. What, what dongle are you referring to? Dongle, so when I used to always run, right, with my, with my old iPhone or my iPod, I just yeah. use some headphones, right, I plug them on in. Yeah, yeah. So, Everybody, so now all the, so now the, 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 the uh, whatever, the plug-in and the, the iPhone for the, the new iPhones for headphones is that different, is that different um, lightning cable adapter, yeah, yeah. right? So but I don't like, I don't like, I really couldn't run with the, the AirPods, whatever, sure. that buds that come with the iPhone. So I use my old headphones, little black headphones, right? That Sony headphones that go in your ears. No, you did not. From and your original used, Walkman, yes, you did. Yeah, I use those. I'm not the big ones, like you know, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm no. stuck like I, like I get the, the Beats on, but the little black ones, and I use the dongle and I put it in my iPhone, and I, I mean, and I run. That's what I run with. I love it. Well, that's a really great answer. I'm sure the only person in the world that would say that was the product that won 2020, but I'm glad that it won for you. <laughs> you I'm glad that it won for you. If you know me well enough. Right, like, I know you pretty well. <laughs> I don't. I don't spend a lot of stuff. I don't spend a lot of money on myself. Like just about the small things. Like I, like I'll just I'll wear pants till they fall apart. Or I don't. I don't. I don't spend a lot of money on myself. I do big ticket items, right? You know that. Like I'll I'll, I'll spend the money like a big thing on a, on a little house, you know. <laughs> but I'll but I'll do my best just to kind of like get Fair. by with simple Fair. stuff. Yep. So that's why I like the dongle to me. It's a simple little thing, and it, it Listen, helps me use my you old technology. You call that a life hack. Like, it's very helpful to you. Oh, a life hack. Things, I like that. Know? like that. like that. Well, it's I like, love. I mean, we, I bought a bunch of those little, like, iPad holders for at work for kids and just put their stuff up there and use it. And it's great. Just have you put your iPhone, look at it, look at it, great, tap, tap and that's a, it's a $10 fix for a problem, and it's really nice. So little things, and again, in the year when there's a lot of crap happening, the little victories certainly feel more important. So uh, mm. I can get behind that, you know. I also Definitely. say we got we got a like a Wi-Fi extender that was helpful. Oh, that's good. In the house, yeah. That was pretty huge. That was huge because Josh I tried to do that, but I bought one and we have Verizon and like it didn't work and haven't like figured out how to finish hacking the thing to make I'll, it extend. I'll help so. you. I, I shall help you. I'll be right over. Listen, it's all the help I can get. Um, 
Dave. So I mean, th- anyway, but, but from from the from the broad lens of 2020, back to some more recent recent stuff that's happening, I would say I would ask you, like, did um, did you um, were you wrong this week? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds that sounds like a yes. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I was. Do you have something that you were wrong with as I think about my wrong? This is always the easiest one. I'm wrong every day. Do it. Do All it. Right. So um, <laughs> we, like to go, we like to go on these mini adventures, as you know, and you follow the pictures I post about the places that we go. I'm posting less and just tagging on to my wife now more. So we went up to Ipswich yesterday as a family, um, to mm-hmm. the Crane, Hill, Crane Estate, Castle Hill, whatever it is, is a big old mansion, look overlooking the water and the bluffs near Crane Beach. Never been there before. Went on the website, it's like, can you bring dogs? It says, bring dogs seasonally from October 31st to March 1st, or October 1st to March 31st. Um, get up there and it's like, no dogs allowed. I'm like, we're not gonna leave the dog in the car when it's like 20 degrees with wind. So we kind of like <laughs> walked around the grounds with the dog anyway, not realizing the rules they said were for the beach the dogs were allowed, but for the estate the dogs we're not allowed. So we broke the rules. Nobody said anything to us. The dog was wonderful. But no, you can't bring dogs to Crane Hill or whatever it's called at all. Um, but we did. So I was <laughs> wrong about that. But we had a great time. It was beautiful. Took a lot of nice pictures. Had a nice time. Wandered around. Went to the sand. Got off really quickly. Got home. And it was a nice little three and a half hour jaunt. I'm sure it's much nicer when it's warmer. But next time we won't bring the dog with us. So boom. Good one. Wrong again. That's a good, that's a good, um, I'm really good at being wrong. I can say that. It's never a problem for me. Hmm. Did you you almost bring your house down? Because that was a pretty good one, Dave. But that was an, yeah, that that was an old one. Um, That was, that was a Hanukkah, which was not ancient history. That was probably two weeks before it was recorded. I could say I was, I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I was. I can't say I was wrong. I'll, I'll think about that for a little bit. I'll come back. Can't to that. say that I was wrong. The humility. No, no, no. It's not that I can't say that. I can't remember that I, when I was wrong this week. Uh, give me. Um, Should we phone a friend? Should we phone Jay? Jen, <laughs> do me a favor. When was I wrong this week? <laughs> was I wrong? Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm, I'm sure I was wrong. I just can't remember what I was wrong for. Was well, you stuff. know who was wrong this week, Dave. <laughs> you want to know who was wrong? Um, I think I do. Okay, it was it was a guy called Kevin Murphy, because he, he was in Florida and he did something that you're gonna love. All right, so Ready. Florida man, this happened in an Okaloosa County, which of course you know, Dave, is on the Panhandle near Tuscaloosa, uh, in a town called Crestview. And what I did not know, which I learned this week, Dave, is that Crestview is known as the ice box of Florida because it has the coldest winters in the state. Hmm. So what did Kevin Murphy do? Well, thanks for asking. Uh, a Florida man sent his own truck up in flames because he wanted to give the deputies, quote, something to do. According to the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office, deputies said they received reports of a loud explosion on Mare Creek Road in Crestview on December 18th and found a 2002 Chevy Silverado fully engulfed in flames. When authorities arrived on the scene, 28-year-old Kevin Murphy immediately admitted to starting the fire. He was placed in handcuffs, and when deputies searched him, they said they found a glass pipe used to smoke meth in his pocket and a folded-up dollar bill with traces of meth in his wallet. When questioned, Murphy said, quote, he wanted something for the sheriff's office to do, and he wanted to give himself an early Christmas present, so he set his truck on fire. Records show that Murphy claimed he poured gas inside the Chevy's cab and under the truck and then created a trail away from the vehicle 
and set the fire like they do in the movies. Deputies said, luckily, nobody was injured, but the fire did cause minor damage to a nearby vehicle and building. So, Kev, nice job, buddy. Probably wrong in setting your truck on fire to give the deputies in Okaloosa County something to do. I like that. Kevin wins. What are they, what are, you, they should thank that guy. They should thank that guy. All right, so this, uh, uh, this so Flat reminds me of how I was wrong. Excellent. I like that a lot. All right. So, no, I've got, I've got one for you. So, during, during, right before COVID hit, I think we talked about this before, we were supposed to go to Florida for to Disney World, and we canceled it. That. And then, during the summer, where things were like kind of like under control, we said, let's try again, because we knew people that went, and said Disney World wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty good. You know, COVID numbers were low. People were wearing masks. It was a great experience. It was a good experience. So, we booked the trip. That was gonna, we were going to go... <laughs> <laughs> what a dummy. Um, the, <laughs> the, the, right before Christmas, Jen and I were like, we'll go to, right before Christmas. It'll be like a great time to go. Maddie's going to be remote. You know, yeah. I can take a couple of days off. We'll go for a few days. It'll be great. Of course, as the, as the fall winter came in, we said, this is not looking good. So we canceled the trip like, like about, you know, a month ago, three or four weeks ago. Yep. And then when we, when we found out that, our local school system was going to go remote for the two weeks after the holiday <laughs> because they were worried about the COVID numbers. <laughs> we said, well, maybe we should go to Florida now because, because, you know, we could go. We might even be in school. But then we had, a, we thought it through. A, not smart. C, <laughs> how we get there. C, how, if we, how will we if we got back we have to of course you know quarantine and test and everything of course d the optics of that ain't great as i'm so posting picture <laughs> selfies from from disney world so anyways we then she's like we can't do that. but then i'm like well maybe we should like if you say like, maybe, maybe we should and then i at the office i saw this mom <laughs> who, had, who had just come back from somewhere they went to see family i think in nevada and I said, hey, I, you know, she came back because she needed COVID testing to her exposure. I said, well, who, what happened? She said, oh, my, my husband, he got sick before we went. And he went down there, he got sick, and, he, and it was a nightmare because it was tough to get tested. And, you know, we did, he was tough to find care. And I said, it's funny because I was thinking about going to Florida, you know, because it's a good time to go. She goes, she goes, do not do it. It's a nightmare because you can't get tested. You might not get back. We, yep. You know, you, you can't find care. And so, so. And I think that's great. So, so I was wrong to even reconsider. Maybe going. you should stop trying to make this happen. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. you see Mean Girls? You've seen Mean Girls. I have a long time ago. Yeah. So stop trying to make Florida happen. It ain't going to happen. I mean, it's going to happen. Stop trying to make it, it happen. There's no way we're going to Put on to the radar for like next January if you're lucky. No going to Florida. Oh, no. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. The funny thing is, I mean, first of all, I'm now convinced that I had COVID in March, right? I really am because I was there for like a week there. I was tired and then like I was really exhausted and I was sick. And it was like early March and I got better, right? And like, <laughs> anyway, um, the week before COVID, or like the week of COVID, I was planning like a, a surprise trip for Elizabeth. Elizabeth, we we're gonna like use miles, and we we're gonna fly to Houston and go to like a U.S. women's soccer game and some finals and tournament. And it was like a Monday before shutdown, and she was like, "I really, I really don't think we should be going." I'm like, you know, 
probably right. So I'm glad. I'm glad that we didn't go. When was that in March? It was like the Monday, the Monday of shutdown. I'm like, we should just like. I'm like, let's do something impulsive. Oh, let's get out of here. Celebrate something. You know, it's been winter, and like this is the whole before the whole world shut down. You know, and uh, didn't go. So we haven't gone anywhere in a long time. Canceled a trip to Montreal that you're gonna do. Haven't left the state really in months. And it's like, all right, well, at some point we'll pick up the pick it all up again. But I'm telling you, man, I'm not planning on anything until I mean, so let's go to Israel this June, you know, for Aisley's Babitza and James's high school graduation combo, and probably push that off a year. It's um, wow. It's it's a lot. But again, I mean, it's 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 easier and cheaper to stay around here doing nothing. So no, we should you I should do we should. Fine. We should book a trip to to Epcot and have the have the bar mitzvah at, at Israel. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather go to Israel than Florida. You know, sorry, Israel. Especially man. as they're vaccinating the population now at an incredible rate more than any other country. So, yeah, way to go. Uh, way to go. Way to go. Way to go, Israel. You go, Israel. Um, I mean, I'm I'm on the record with that. Um, and of course, shout out to our friend Barack Schwartz posting about uh, his. You know, he's now he's the head strength and conditioning coach for Eroni Nestiona and posted some images of, of, a, of a big win they had in Jerusalem the other night. So go Barack. Barack. Keep, up, could he keep up the good work, buddy. Probably, Friend of the pod, former guest he, in the pod. and doing. thought I wouldn't come on now. He's too big for us. I think he would. Uh, he, he owes me some favors from the solids I did him, intros I made for him. I'm sure he'd come back. Um, but I, I do have eye hopes for 2021 once we get through January. I think January is going to be a disaster, right? Hmm. The, the initial rates from this week already show a spike from the holidays. I'm sure it's going to get worse. People are traveling and doing stuff. Pretending like they're well, you not know, they are. And, it's um, going to be a disaster. We'll see if we can weather that storming and get to February in relatively good shape. So uh, we'll see how it goes. It's going to be a disaster when because that's going to hit. And then there's going to be this, again, this waiting for this vaccine for a lot of people. There's going to be this big gap in terms of when is this going to end? Is it going to end? And because, again, it's like, it's like when you can see you can see the end of the tunnel, but you, it's like that dream, but you just can't get there. Can't and January to February is going to be a mess. I agree. It's going to be that. a journey. It's going to be a journey. I mean, I'm, I'm expecting masks and 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 hand washing. I mean, well, 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 and well, well into fall. You know, right? I mean, oh, you got you. It's going to be time. going on forever. That's going to be that's going to be our our way of life forever. But but you know, we're going to plan. We're going to plan for it all. We're going to plan for life as normal. We're going to budget that out. See how it goes. See what we can do. Yeah. All the signs. Look to you for guidance, my friend, because you're and an expert. And follow me. Go. Follow That's me. Right. To, follow me. Follow Dave. Follow me. Follow, follow the gallery. Um, yeah, man. We, our, our birthdays are coming up. Not to put that too, you know, it's, we're, we're eight weeks out from both being a year older. That's exciting. We didn't, we didn't even do anything last year. I don't remember we doing not. anything. We talked about it. We've talked about joint party for a couple of years. Ugh. Uh, although I will say my, 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 my wonderful father, Benjamin, celebrated his 75th birthday last week. And, Benny uh, Amin. Happy birthday, Dr. Roscoe. And then we had a Zoom party for him with friends and family on Sunday. And the line of the party was my uncle, or his brother, Uncle Frank, who you would love, who said to his brother, my dad, he goes, Benjamin, the present that you get is going to be just like this party, <laughs> virtual. <laughs> I'm like... Nice job. <laughs> so I told my father we got an actual present when we saw him, uh, but uh, we, we would not be getting him a virtual present. So that was kind of funny. Give happy birthday, Yom Halulat Sameach to your father. I think that's who led up, but Yom Halulat Sameach Ben. Yeah, living it up, still working, hanging out, and still buying him groceries. So he's doing well. Well, good. Boom. But Ben Yamin. Uh, actually, it's Ben Sion. 
Ben Sion. It is son of Zion, not Benjamin, right? And his brother Frank, his brother Franklin, like many other children of that age, was actually named by his immigrant parents after Franklin Delano Roosevelt because he was such an icon for that generation oh, yeah. of, of first generation Americans who looked at that president as this, as this iconic figure. So Franklin Brasco from, from FDR himself. Um, Franklin Brasco. Is he a Franklin. turtle? Turtle Brasco. He's not. He was a doctor. Uh, you like him. Great, great story. Still works and, and screens like um, recruits for army service and, and approves them for, you know, for serving. It's really interesting. He's an interesting guy. What kind of doctor is he? He was a medical doctor. Just a medical doctor. That's a pretty broad. Regular, regular old, you know, internist, I guess. There you go. Internal medicine. And then he went for insurance companies, he worked for the army, and funny guy. Kind of like outspoken and gregarious. I wish I'm, I always like surrounding myself by those kind of people. You'd be good in the pod, not for nothing, but we'll see if that ever happens. Um, What are your plans for New Year's? Do anything tomorrow? Hanging out? Working and getting home. And hanging out, I think we're just going to hang out and stay up late. Sure. And maybe play some games. Play um, some games. Uh, nothing, nothing. And then good. you working this weekend too? All through the holiday I am, work, I am, I am working so this you, weekend. You pulled all the holiday duty this year, huh? Christmas and New Year's? I said to the, when, when, when my awesome staff came and worked with me, I said, I will yeah. work the major holidays, um, at least for now. <laughs> That's wearing thin. Um, but yeah, just get to this. You, yeah, inherently, um, uh, inherently, historically, yeah, New Year's Day and weekend are not usually that quiet, so we'll see how that goes. Speaking of your practice, the, the two-year anniversary of my daughter's getting their ears pierced at Bedford Pediatrics just popped up. I mean, like, hey, remember really? when that happened? So, Tara Stevens. She's shout out to BP and the, and the ear piercing crew over there. Tara Stevens has touched your family in many ways. Uh, particularly the ears there. And those it's a special, those years ago. special person. Well, Dave, um, as we as we as we wrap up episode forty-five, we say goodbye to a quite a year that we had both together and separately. Um, it was good being in dialogue with you. Um, the yeah, what's the chance through. we can get back? What's the what chance that we can get back into the studio? That's I think fine. it's open. I think I saw them over there doing some recording. So I'll try. I, w- I wish our producer Julie an early um, happy Armenian Christmas, which is January sixth, and she was so touched that I remembered. Maybe we can sneak our way in there. Uh, again, we probably nights. can't have any guests in. That's not a problem. I'd love to get a I think guest. I think the whole thing is a problem for us. So I think we're going to be in this model. You and I will have to go in there and distance the recording big bubbles, for a while. Bubbles. Um, but shout out to those of you that don't have a chance to listen to Brian Cutler. Great pod. A lot of listens already. Reflecting on his uh, tank and airborne experiences and shooting okay, orders that's... in the hills of Vermont, which was really exciting. That story a, a repeat visit in the future for our friend Brian, I think. Yeah, that story of him going towards that barn is just one of my favorite stories, you know. Slamming into the hangar from the <laughs> He just kind of slides down like a, it's like a like a like a Wally coyote thing on the on the side of a rock, you know, sliding down. So thanks, Brian, for coming on and of course sharing the pod and uh always good to have guests. We like the I love talking to you, Dave. It's always good to have a third a third voice in the pod to see what's going on and then talk with us and, and learn from them. And he's got a great life story to learn from. So more, more guests on tap for 2021, more pods on tap. It's all good, my friend. I want to wish you a happy new year, of course. I'm sure we'll talk before then. All our listeners, thanks for listening all year. Next year's got to be better than this one. And we look forward to talking to you all the way through it. So Dave, happy new year. Ben, I have new year to you. I'll see you in the flip side. We'll do these we'll see everybody you know, in January and um, please stay safe. Please stay home. Take precautions. Enjoy your family and friends. Listen to our pods again. And uh, we'll talk to you in the new year, guys. Have a great one. See you in 2021.
What Do We Know is written by Dan Broskell and Dave Geller and produced by Julie Manugian at Lex Media in Lexington, Massachusetts. Our theme music is written by Joey Freeman. Joey's work can be found on SoundCloud and Spotify. See you next time.